He can't stop what's destined. He could he try to pay all these things. He can't stop what's destined. He can't because I'm, I'm too determined. He's never seen this. He's never felt this before. He's never felt the speed, the power. He never felt none of that. And with the heart, he's never seen before. How do you feel about the referee that's refereeing? I don't care who is the referee. No. I don't care who is the referee. I can dig it. I can dig it. Getting hot in this motherfucker. Yes. Talk some more shit, man. <laughs> Hello everybody, this is another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm Bash. And today we have who? We have the man of the hour, the month, the year. Well we have half of it. You know, because he has to fight the other half. We have the world champion, Ryan Garcia. Man, it's a pleasure to have you here, bro. Thank you for having that's me. That's all I hear. You, well, I'm sure everybody knows. That's all I hear is your name now. That's all it's that's going on. It's a big moment on. right now. Yeah, it's a great moment. My kids know who you are. Everybody knows. Look, they all came here. This is a big moment. How's this pressure working with you? No, this is big shit. Right. Really, I know. I don't want to pressure you yeah. because we're fans, and this is a big moment. Everybody bought tickets. People are... Trying to hawk tickets, mm. get tickets from buyers. This is a moment. No, don't get crushed. <laughs> no, I don't do that. Anymore. But this is just excitement for people. You're giving so much happiness to people. I think, I think that's what gives me so so much uh, peace that I know I'm bringing happiness to people. Um, do you really notice that? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I see people radiating and everybody's so excited for the fire. I see the comments. I see people, you know, just going crazy when they see me on the streets. And to me, that gives me peace. Because uh, I felt life is all about sacrificing for others. So exactly. I did all I could to get to this moment. And now I'm here to just give this moment mm -hmm. to everybody else. And that fulfills me like no other. So I actually feel uh, like I'm living in my purpose. So I'm not really worried about the moment, the camera. I'm just here chasing that. I'm chasing uh, what God's pushing me to. That's mm. it. How do you stay grounded with all this media, all these people all around you? Searching for God, that's it. Searching for God in everything, where he, where he, where he pushes me. That's, that's how I stay grounded. Uh, staying humble to that. Uh, remaining, uh, you know, focused and, and just putting that dog work, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta prepare. If you're prepared, you stay grounded, you know? What's the time rounds you been boxing? I've been fighting since I was seven. I'm talking about for the fight preparation. For how many rounds you were oh, boxing oh. for the fight sparring? I can't even count how many rounds I've already. One day, one day. Oh, run, one day, uh, sparring wise, yes. probably like fifteen to twelve rounds. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. I would always, mom, when I was training, we would always do eight rounds. Mm -hmm. But as the fight got closer, we would go to twelve rounds. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy that gave me. The most problems, the guy I normally go in first with, that's going to give me the, the woman getting the most problems, I take him last now. Mm, that's so exactly he, what I was doing. Yeah, so he could really push me because if, if, if I don't push back, he's going to kick my ass. I don't hide anybody. Their job is to kick my ass. They don't kick my ass, they're fired. That's just how it goes when you're prepared for a fight like this. I agree 100%. I mean, I, I kind of already started doing that, you know. I put in the... Kind of the guys that you know, I just move around with, but the harder guy at the end, tough guy, yeah, yeah the, you know, the dude that's keep yeah, the coming. guy that you don't want to box during the beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't count, oh, you don't start countering. You know, you're come in the train, and next thing you're in the gym, you say, "This guy works all this nigga again." Right. <laughs> Fuck, I know it. Listen, this guy, 
Ray Maurice, he was from Atlantic City somewhere. He would beat my, every day he would beat, like Muhammad Ali playing the bangles on my bongos on my head. big beat my ass. One day I hit him and knock him cold, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody's talking about how I knocked this guy cold. He's knocking out sparring partners. Only if they knew he's been kicking my ass every day and I got that one, that one knockout I got, but he kicked my ass for three months. Mm -hmm. You know, so they saw the one knockout, so they thought I was prepared. <laughs> That's just some sparring partners that can be anybody in the world in the gym. That's great. But if he right? goes into a real fight, he got lights, got some popcorn, people drinking beer, he freeze. That's so right? true. Right? You yeah. see that, right? Yeah, all the time. Everybody sees that and fights. Mm -hmm. like, why don't you fight him like you fight me? God damn. <laughs> He'd be champion, but it's yeah. just something about that's why he's not champion. That's yeah. why he is. Yeah. It's just what it is. Oh, what was the last time you saw me when we were in hot boxing? Yeah, that was a, that was a hot moment. Hot boxing. Okay. I had the bow tie on. You're nah. looking really hot, brother. You're looking like fucking Ricky Ricardo in boxing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah today, uh, you know, I think back at that time, we uh, we were uh, talking about making that fight happen, too. Remember we had him on the phone yeah. and everything, right? Called him out. I like to listen. So how you've been watching this last fight. Who was the last guy for? Did he fight Pitbull last? He fought Hector Garcia. That's Southpaw. Southport guy, he stopped, right? Yeah, he mm -hmm. stopped him. Cause I he thought said, it was Roley he fought last. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't no. it Roley he fought last? No, no, no it no. wasn't Roley. It was that guy, Hector yeah. Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's put that fight on. I don't never saw this shit. You serious? Let's do it. Let's dissect it. Yeah. You know, let me tell you something that's really creepy. I watch my fight. As soon as the fight's um, signed, I watch them every day, every day. I get them, as soon as I'm in the dressing room getting ready to go out to the fight, I'm watching them. Right mm -hmm. before I go out to the fight, I'm just watching them. Boom. Just watch them every day, all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes sense because even uh, in my sport, we do the same thing. All day. You I have to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Meeting, yeah. I'm eating yeah. food, watching this. I already seen this okay. a lot of times. But well, let's just go to where they who is this guy? Oh yeah, the guy quit kind of. Yeah, right? he yeah, quit. Okay, yeah. I've seen this. I've seen the brother. He kind of quit. He kind of quit. He got hit and quit. It was a <laughs> weird fight too. <laughs> oh god, was it competitive this fight? Uh, I think up to that point it was. And but what would you do right now when you jab him and you see he covered like that? What would you do? You know what, Mike? I'm not even gonna say. I respect that. <laughs> you gonna show us? Huh? I'm gonna show him. All right, this is the first round, man. Yeah. This is the round he stopped him in? Nah. He should have stopped him, all right? This is a public service announcement. Manscaped now has a beard product that is going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Gentlemen, meet the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It is the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft your signature look. It all starts with a cordless electric beard hedger. The beard hedger is tough on hair, but smooth on your face. This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths. ProKit also comes with four dermatologist tested formulations for the post-trim care. This includes Manscaped Beard Shampoo and Conditioner, Beard oil and beard balm. Wow, to moisturize, style, and simmer your new beard. Plus the kit has three free gifts. 
a beard, brush, comb, and scissors. Perfectly groomed, right? Wrong. You need to keep an eye on all those tough to trim ear and nose hair. The brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin safe technology with no tugging guarantee. You must try the Performance Package 4.0 that now comes with the new Weed Whacker 2.0 and all the other below the waist grooming products Manscaped is known for. So get 20% off. Free shipping with our code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at the manscaped.com and use your code HOTBOXING. Always use the right tools for your job with Manscaped, please. Mike, I've been using this product for my training and it helps so much. It's AG1 by Athletic Greens. But what does it do to make you think that it, it helps so much? Well, it helps with my energy, helps with my gut health, and overall health. I've been using it, like, this whole off-season. It's been getting me right, man. So I always take it in the morning. It's like ground-up greens, put it in the water, and it does the trick. It also helps my immune system as well. It's honestly amazing. I'm telling you, I just take a little scoop, put it in the water, mix it all up, and boom. I'm you have good. some now? I have some right here. So this is the box. Oh, man. And these are the pouches. It's really easy. So you open it. Oh, making a little mess. Take the water. Pour some in. You just mix them all up. So they have 75 high-quality minerals and vitamins in these. I mean, yeah, you can see. This is green. It's beautiful, like money. Like money. I love green. This also helps your mood, immune system, and sleep support. Well, listen, I need to sleep. I need support sleeping. What are your thoughts? Hey, it tastes very healthy, outstanding. Also, it's so easy, it gets delivered monthly. It's absolutely delicious. Athletic, Athletic Greens. Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash hotboxing. That's athleticgreens.com slash hotboxing. Check it out. So tell me, man. What you been hearing? Have you been talking shit to you? Have you been seeing people in the street? Because that's when I was fighting in the street. Hey, you gonna fuck you up or go for it, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people actually been coming up to me while I'm running. They say, uh, you know what? You know, we're behind you. We got you. Uh, we want you to win. You know, all those those little things like that while I'm going run, running. But, uh, yeah, nobody's been talking shit to me. Not in person. But on the phone, for sure. The comments. <laughs> they all want to see me get my ass. It's all good, though. You know, because it's both sides. Mm -hmm. You know, it's people that yeah, want no. you to win, people that don't want you to win. I know, but you got to expect when you yeah. turn around, you got to have spit and shit yeah. and vomit in the back of your jacket because you're ahead of them. Yeah. You know, they can't do it in front of you, so they have to do it in the back of you. 100%. 100%. How have you grown as a fighter since, since the last time you were on Hot Boxing? I feel like I've grown as a fighter uh, by by w the stuff that I went through mm -hmm. after that fight with mm -hmm. Luke Campbell and how I had a transition into uh, you know focusing on my mental health and and other aspects of my life really matured me as a man mm -hmm. and matured me as a fighter mm -hmm. and understanding within myself uh, who I am truly and. Um, and now I'm, I'm a much mature uh, individual. Back then, you know, I was reckless. I was coming in. You know, I don't think anybody could uh, touch me. So mm -hmm. I would just 
you know, keep taking it to somebody without caring about a shot coming back. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, um, I'm much more patient, and and I understand that you know, God respect everybody in that ring. Mm-hmm. You come in there, and you know, you could run into one. So you know, I was um, somebody sent me something that Aristotle had said, and he said all great minds have a percentage of madness. Do you feel sometimes that this, it drove me crazy? Yeah, I do get crazy during lead ups to the fight, as in I get so obsessed and so. Uh, you have to control it. Yeah, because you your mind takes you to crazy places Ooh, down this road, right? Like controlled the aggression. Dangerous neighborhood in the world, right here. I don't even, I don't even know where it takes. It just takes you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I actually, I want to get to that place a lot too, though, because you feel like. That's what takes you. That's what makes mm-hmm. you. That's what makes you, who you know Mike is or who I am. When you get to that, that high place, mm-hmm. that nobody could go to, because this this will take you there. Control Training and, yeah. and, and and thinking how much farther you could. It's just so much. It's it's everything. It's spiritual. It's physical. It's mental. Everything, but it elevates you to a higher place in everywhere, in every way, and I think that. Right there is probably the most beautiful thing about this whole process, because you get it. You get to go really deep into yourself. Well, to me, I love. About, yeah. No, please continue. Yeah. Well, to me, I love about boxing is because they don't care about you. It don't care if you're the good guy or the bad guy. It mm-hmm. cares about the truth. So if you're not constantly searching for truth through training mm-hmm. and being honest with yourself through every aspect, you know, through the run. If you gave it your all in the run, you know, you're gonna feel it internally. And if you're not trying to check off all those boxes, it's gonna show up in the ring. So you can't lie to any you can't lie on any part of the training of you know anything you do is it's gonna remind you that you know you didn't listen to that. You didn't listen to truth. When you're boxing, truth is speaking to you. It's just if you're gonna listen to it. So that's why I love boxing. It really teaches you the the essence of truth. The truth is everywhere. You can feel it as you're talking, as you're moving, you know. It's always there to remind you that you're not on top of it. So that's yeah. what I love about boxing. You know, um, when you think about boxing being in the percentage and the the percentage of successful boxers like you are, it's um it takes you to a place like you said, it takes you to a place. Sometimes it takes you to a place of delusion. Yeah. You know, I'm sometimes I'm thinking I'm God. I wasn't born by my mother and father. I'm born by the God of War. I'm a nut sometimes mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting because it comes from fear. Mm-hmm. You know, the um, the biggest exponent exponent of life is fear. <clears throat> fear of the unknown. Fear of failing. Fear. Everything's fear based. You know, but fear is meant to be accepted because it was given to you by mm-hmm. God in order for you to control it and make it work as your friend. Yeah. Hearing what both of you guys are saying is amazing. Ryan, what you're saying is something that's always told to us, and it's called the eye in the sky don't lie. Mm. That's what we call it in football. So essentially, whatever you t- whenever you turn on that film, you're going to see what you did in the offseason. And it's kind of the same thing you're saying. And Mike, I 100% agree. Same thing with me. My whole career is driven off fear. Fear of they're going to draft another guy to replace me. My whole me. career based off fear. Based off fear. Another guy is going to come to replace me. They're going to find someone younger, someone cheaper. And that's what drives me, honestly. And I think it's so amazing how even though it was different sports, it all, co- you know what I mean? it all correlates. 
Yeah. This guy's a good guy. This guy could take my place. I'm going to hurt him real bad. <laughs> it's facts. It's yeah, facts. I'm going to hurt him real bad. <laughs> That's facts. That's the competitiveness of what we do. We want to be the best. We want to eliminate all competition. You know, we never say it that way, but that's internally how we yeah. feel because it all comes internally. Yeah. Doggy dog world. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. You look really cool, though, brother. You look pretty cool. <laughs> see, I can see right now you, you your preparation. You ain't got the bow tie or anything on. Uh -uh. It's all about war right now. That's all it is. So when is the fight? The twenty second, right? Yeah, twenty second. How so do I know that? It's just in me. The twenty second, but. It's easy right. to remember for sure. I know, like, I'm not gonna ask you what's next after the guy. All right. If you could meet and train with any any fighter from history, who who would it be? I would want to train with uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just because he, my one of my favorite fighters I looked up to was Muhammad Ali, and he said Sugar Ray Robinson was the best fighter ever. So I'm thinking, I thought you were. <laughs> hey, listen, um, this man record speaks for itself. You know, <laughs> shit, what he got, 109 knockouts, 201 fights. Crazy stuff. He fought for 26 years. Madness. Only been stopped once. Listen, um, his record speaks for himself. So listen, this is what happened. He had 40 fights in a row. Mm -hmm. He lost to Jake LaMotta. Mm -hmm. And after that, he won 79 in a row. <laughs> 60 knockouts crazy. crazy so yeah he, he was um you know he, he's always been um considered the greatest fighter of all times you know but you look at you but look at this you have to look at this too this is part of greatness too fighters nowadays one fight is more money than sugar they ever made in a lifetime mm -hmm. 203 fights this guy right here fights and make what I mean, ten million dollars. That's more than he made in twenty six years. Yeah. Twenty million dollars. The day that um, inflation just blows out of proportion, that's what destroys some fighters. Yeah. It fucking killed me. It killed. I thought it could never stop coming. I could could never stop buying houses and cars for girls and friends and stuff. And then you come with the reality and stuff. This stuff stops, and you have to give up on that and move to another level of life. Listen, I've never um, did as well in boxing as if I did one in my life. And that, when I finished boxing, I was broke. Mm. You believe that? The great Tyson was broke. How old were you? When I finished? Yeah. Like 38. Mm. And just, um, for the grace of God, just, I was on drugs too, but for the grace of God, people liked me, looked out for me, got me gigs. Mm -hmm. I fought this other guy. I fought, well, some yesterday, I fought Roy Jones. Yeah. And yes. then, um, Everything just started happening. I open businesses. People uh, come out, do autographs. I make, um, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that. I make a lot of money a week as a side. You, can you believe so many people want my, I can't even sign that well. And they want my autograph. You yeah. know? I don't know if you can even read I my, can't you can't even read this shit. You want this autograph? I can't read my, my handwriting. How are they going to read my handwriting? So um, this is what people want to pay me for. And um. Normally, I um, from my from an ego perspective, from being ignorant, I said, I'm gonna be signing gloves. I'm gonna be signing out there like I'm a destitute fighter. I need these people, and then they saw they showed me how much I was making. I said, I'll be willing. I'll be right there. <laughs> I'll be right there. It's real shit, Mike. I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Yeah. You know, um, 
Sometimes, you know, if, if I'm too high and I'm doing this stuff, right, I could say, wow, man, I really fucked my life up. I'm here. I'm at, I'm at um, the, um, what is, not the, the state fair signing autographs <laughs> and taking pictures. But then the reality is I'm in a multi-billion dollar corporation taking people with some tech geniuses. You know, but my mind would go, oh, fuck, I'm at the state farm with these motherfuckers, state fair taking this picture. But that's, um, that was just, um, that's not a reality. <clears throat> the reality that I'm, I'm, um, I'm very valuable and people want to be in my presence. Yeah. And I know it's egotistical here, but it's just what it wants, what it is. Yeah, I don't want, be, I don't want to be in my fucking presence, you know. But it's the truth. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Well, you had a lot of impact on a lot of people. Well, this is gonna be your chance to do it now. Yeah. I had my chance. Now it's gonna be your chance. People who you're never even gonna know, not even from a boxer, but you're gonna, you're gonna um, inspire a scientist. You want to inspire people that don't have the capabilities of being a fighter. You know, you just continue. That's just the way it is, you know. You That's can't stop it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way God put it for people. And sometimes, um, I don't know if you did, but sometimes it could be intrusive, you know, because we wanted this, so we can't be bitching about it. We wanted everybody to know our names and to respect us, and we were jealous of the people that were before us that had it, and now we have it. And now it's going to be how we can handle it. And how can we how can we control it? And not let us take total control and get um, totally ego whacked out. Yeah. It's really hard when people say, "I'm mean, you're my God. I love you, God. I live legend, legend." You think I really believe that shit? <laughs> nah, it's okay. I'm legend. All right, come on, keep coming in. But you know, you got when you're a fighter. You know, I was telling you that before. You know, this is all about taking care of your mother who was there with you before, putting in high yield accounts so you could take care of your interests, take care of your mother without even affecting you, buy houses, cars, planes, whatever necessarily. I know she doesn't want it. She just wants you to be happy. I met your mother. Yeah. But that's just what it's about, taking care of your friends and your family. That's what all this stuff is about. It's not about I'm the greatest in the history of fighting from eternity to now I'm going to be the greatest, all that bullshit. I'm saying it's about taking care of your family, be able to send this, this guy, send my babies to these great universities and stuff. I can't even listen. Some of my kids tease me and call me illiterate and stuff because I may say words with a lisp or something. But that's okay. I educated them for nobody could tease them like they tease me. Uh. My kids bust my chap. That's my reality. I'm nobody with them. Isn't that something? You have kids? Yeah, I have two. Uh, how old are they? Uh, four and two. Oh, you, that's the best year. But when they get older, like 15, <laughs> 14, 12, they're talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mad shit. So what is your prediction for the Showtime uh, Benavidez and Plant fight this week? Wow. Oh, that's going to be good. They got to go I, I used to go Benavidez, but I respect Plant. Mm-hmm. You know, before I used to, he was just one of these cool white guys with moves, but yeah. now I respect him. I saw him put it down yeah. on the dog. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I he beat a good fighter. I think Benavidez beat him, but Benavidez gave him a beat, and this guy knocked him senseless cold. Slept him. So, I'm, so he became a better fighter since he fought and lost to um, Canelo. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sometimes our loss um, elevates us to the next status of life and then the ring and everything. What do you think, Ryan? I think Ben Benavidez is going to beat him. Uh, I want to see him. See, he's never going to fight um, Canelo, I think. But I want to see him fight the other guy. What's the light heavyweight guy better to beat be Canelo? Yeah. Oh, no, Bavol. Oh, yeah, I want to see him good. fight the ball. See, this is the guy. See, you know what they do to guys like Benavides? Mm-hmm. They wait till they get to the leaves. His prime is not his prime no more. Then they fight him with these guys. Mm. 
That's what I'm trying to tell them. Get these guys all now. Fight two or three of these guys in one year. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they keep these guys waiting for a long time. He's not fighting. He's in the gym, but he's not fighting. These other guys are fighting constantly. Then they say, hey, let's fight. Do you think it's also a health a health thing, though? Like, because the punches they take, they just need time to, like, kind of recover and stuff? No way. I fought 15 times in one year. <laughs> oh, my God. 15 times? In one year. What? One year. It was basically a lot of knockouts, but still it was fighting. <laughs> like 10, 12 of those were All right, listen. <laughs> I may have won 10 rounds twice out of 15 fights. That's madness. No, it's competitiveness, staying sharp, staying ready. No, for sure. Listen, um, when I was in school, right, mm -hmm. um, customers used to call, hey, we have a family emergency. <laughs> that just come and spar with people. Come to the gym far and spar with people, but he's always saying, the family said, somebody caught a heart attack, it's a car accident, send Mike home, please. And I'm just going to the gym to box people, boxing Frank Bruno or somebody. That's just, it's all about that. That's what it's all about. I don't even know why I went to school. You know, um, Cuss, I got kicked out of school, and the principal of my school was an Italian guy, and Cuss was Italian. So they went in there and started talking. Next thing you know, I'm back in school. I'm mad, I want to be here. <laughs> but eventually I quit and I just wanted to be a fighter that's all I wanted to do my whole life is be a fighter that's all I wanted to be nothing else like you yeah. waiting on this moment I missed this stuff I didn't think I missed it till I was at a weigh-in I was at the weigh-in in um, Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. that's why I do miss this stuff yeah I never thought about that to someone asked me I said yeah I do miss this stuff yeah. you, you miss the center of attention yeah, I didn't know you were in the UAE. I was actually in Dubai. Yeah? Yeah, I was actually out there. Pretty interesting place, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Beautiful people. Great people. Great, The greatest. Especially if you're in Riyadh and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. It's just um, the American people have no idea um, the humanity that's over. They think, hey, if you smoke a joint, they're going to cut your yeah, head off to do this. Yeah. You can't have a drink. Yeah. And it's um, it's pretty um, liberal. Yeah, didn't you think so? Yeah, I, I thought, thought, I thought so. It was awesome. And I saw more, I'm at more liberal places than Dubai. Dubai is really restrict, restricted yeah. compared to these other places in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So, Ryan, do you think this fight will spark change in the boxing? You should fight there one day. They would love to see you over there. <laughs> they know Dubai? about this fight. Yeah, they know who you are. <laughs> they know who you are, brother. That would be cool. I'm open see, to everything. You like it? Yeah. Like That's why I've never been there. So. You know what I found out? I was just the guy I wanted to be the warrior. Boxing is business. It's not about who's the strongest and toughest guy. It's about who's the smartest guy. Yeah. You know, who can make the most money with the less risk. Mm. That's what boxing is about. That's what it's truly about. But then I ego get involved. I'll fight anybody. Send them here, here. But it's about making the most money with the less risk. And you leave here. You're healthy. You have your family. You have enough money. High end accounts. And you, and you can't take care of people. That's what it's all about. But, you know, I took it too far. I take things too serious where God meant to be fun, you know? Then I stopped being fun. Mm. I took it too fucking serious. Mm. Have to win. I have to win again. Look, I look good. I got to kick the guy's ass and steal his girlfriend. It just really, <laughs> it was just, it was really too much for me. I just took it too, I just took it too serious. I thought I was somebody special instead of God giving me the grace to be able to make some money for my family. I internalized myself as a champion mm. and didn't care about no one else. Not even my family. That's what they does it to you. Um, that championship, the fighting the people, if you feed, it, it just feeds that immortality in you. Like, you're the greatest ever. You can't die. You feel that too, though, sometimes. <laughs> you have to feel that. This thing gives it to you. It gives you immortality. That's why people do sports. 
you know, because it gives you that adrenaline that you can be whatever you want to be in life, that you can't be in the real world. You married? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right path, brother. You're on the right <laughs> path. You're on the right path. Yes, sir. Right path. So listen. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. This fight, um, Javante was spark change in boxing, matchmaking. What is this? Matchmaking politics? So will you will think this fight change yeah. matchmaking politics, you think? I don't think so. Mm, I think this yeah. is the first start of um a, this is the first super fight mm -hmm. of this year probably. Mm -hmm. You know, other great fighters have fought, but they weren't super fights. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, Canelo's probably the only guy that, that did it so, could do it so far. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's not here no more. Four, yeah. So it's Canelo, and he's getting ready to go out, mm -hmm. but he's the only guy that you can say who Canelo's fighting yeah. anywhere in the world there, no. I think this makes it special because you guys are both in your primes, yeah. and that's what makes it so special. Like you were saying, usually there's one guy that's... Yeah, but listen, um... You know this is the hottest ticket in town, right? Do you know that? It is. Oh, 20K okay. for a ticket. I tried to buy one. I oh, said, yeah, damn. listen. Well, we're buying them. We're buying them. I don't care. Well, we're I buying said, them. I said nigga. 20K. I said, we're damn. The guy, someone, they called me, hey, Mike, we got a ticket for you, maybe your wife, you know, come down. Yeah. Hey, I'm saying, right, what do you have for sale? <laughs> what do you have for sale? I want to buy some tickets. Some of the yeah. fights you want to buy tickets because yeah. fighting is interesting, too. You know why it's interesting? When a fight like yours, it's the place to be. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to be there. Mm -hmm. If they can, they're not out in another country somewhere. Mm -hmm. But everybody's going to be there. And the people that can't be there will get in their plane, fly there, and then fly back to where we got. This is just a big moment in boxing. Can it change boxing matchmaking? Um, it can inspire people. Yeah. It can once inspire they, people. Exactly. Once they see that pay-per-view shit, yeah. they're going to be jealous. Hey, I want to fight this guy. Mm -hmm. I feel... Uh, People took the the other route where you know where you milk fights because the people, the fans, they uh, they showed they showed it by buying it, right? Yeah. Like Mayweather Pacquiao, they rewarded that blueprint. So if the fans reward this blueprint, mm -hmm. where two young fighters put it all on the line and they're both superstars and they're making money regardless without each other, mm -hmm. if the fans reward this type of event. It will inspire other fighters to say, "Okay, that's how you make the money." Yeah. Because now the only example they got is, "Okay, Mayweather Pacquiao, you gotta gotta milk it in in the most." But that's you know, really big right now. Yeah. People gotta make this right have, here. Yeah. They gotta buy it if yeah, they want yeah. to see these type of fights. You gotta yes. buy this fight exactly. Yeah. I because agree 100%. this will this will show other fighters this is how you do it now. This is where it's going. This is the trend. The trend was milking it, but now it should. Now I'm changing that. It ain't. It's not about milking no more. I want all of it. Love it. I want Tank. I'm. I'm destroying. I'm taking him out like Muhammad Ali took out Sonny List and done. You're done. You had a good run. It was great. Everybody was excited for a little bit. Now then you're done. This is my moment. He's not ready for this moment. No I one, caught him no out for thought, two years. Thought, um, two years. Ali was gonna last two rounds of listening. And guess what? They don't think I'm gonna last. I see. I'm the underdog. I'm you know everything. That, right? They think everything. he was gonna last two rounds. The baddest this is my man, moment. The baddest man boxing ever produced. I mean, the meanest motherfucker. He went like this. Ali beat his ass. <laughs> I made him quit. It's the oldest tale of, the, uh, of time. Don't judge a book by its cover. Never. They don't. They don't think I have. This is my moment. Never. I promise you. If you look at him in his eyes, I'm gonna be prepared for this moment. I've been calling for this moment. I've been asking for this moment since I 
I don't can't even think about how long. I know I'm destined for this moment. Shit, man, I'm getting hot, man. <laughs> getting chill. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm, just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I was holding it together. I can't together. Even do a good interview. I was holding it together a little bit in this interview, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I just want to let you know. I want to let the world know. After I beat him, I'm screaming out your name. I'm screaming out everybody's name. I told you, Tyson. I'm gonna say yes. Told you, you Denzel. I told I mean, you everybody. Yeah. Just wait. Just wait. I, I just. I'm just focused right now. I just know ten more. Everything I'm thinking about, ten more punches, ten more, ten more rounds. Everything I'm thinking, I'm just drilling it to to a place I've never been before, and I'm there. I just know that it's coming, cause cause I've, I've been dreaming about this moment. I've been everything. I've actually had real dreams about this. I've been wanting this for two years. You know that. I've been calling him out, running him down, chasing him down, screaming his name, calling him this, calling him that. I'm ready for this. I can feel it in my heart, my soul. I feel it where it's taking me. This is this is my moment, and I'm not gonna let him. He's not he's not leaving that ring without some type of hurt. Promise you, I went through too much to get to this moment. He's not leaving that ring without some type of hurt. I promise you that. And this is your um, I've got this is your first fight, 135 pounds a second. In 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 about two years, this yeah. is the first time I'll be down there. But like I said. He can't stop what's destined. He could he try to pay all these things. He can't stop what's destined. He can't because I'm, I'm too determined. He's never seen this. He's never felt this before. He's never felt the speed, the power. He's never felt none of that. And with the heart, he's never seen before. How do you feel about the referee that's refereeing? I don't care who is the referee. No. I don't care who is the referee. I can dig it. I can dig it. Getting hot in this motherfucker. Yes. Talk some more shit, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, so, do you think him being late to that press conference was kind of disrespectful to you? Nah, I don't care what he's like. I said, he, what has he done? He, the, the one thing I could tell you right now, this is the truth. Every time he shows up, he wants to look cool. Me, I got something to prove. That's the that's the motto. He wants to look cool all the time. I have. I'm only looking. I'm looking deep into himself. He can't even look at me in the eyes. He got glasses all the whole time. This man showed up with a purse. Look, man, come on now. Like, look at Mike. You think I'm playing with him? I'm not playing with him. He, You see, he touched my chin. I touched his chin. What was his reaction? Smacked my hand out, out the way. Why? Because he's emotional. I got him already. He's done. He doesn't have this type of focus. He he knows it. Yeah, I'm going to run right through this, man. Two rounds, like I said last time. Two rounds. Mm, mm, mm. Two rounds. I'm screaming out to the whole world. The the The... You got to get humbled again to understand you don't judge a book by its cover. How many times has the world got to prove you? Every time you get in the ring, we got to prove it, brother. You I'm never about to stop do it again. It. And I'm going to do it again. the day you die, you got to prove it, brother. Let's go. That's how it goes. Mike, I want you there. I'm there already. What do you mean I want me? I got the ticket. <laughs> I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you right <laughs> there. You got me already. Man, I'm I want good. See all, I want all your children around. They're going to be there too. Everybody be there. They're going to get everybody there, nigga. I got to have everyone there. They're going to be there. <laughs> I don't know why you saying everybody. You got They're there already, man. Everybody's there. The people that you don't no, know. I'm being that 20K. I'm being that bitch. They're there, man. We have nothing like this in years. I always told... They should have a like they do, but they, they should have a lightweight unification tournament. Mm. You know, that's they can't avoid each other. Everybody has to fight. All the champions, all the top contenders, they're in this tournament. 
Mm. And then like the, that Super Six, yeah. That? And that oh, that was fun. Right? That was fun. Yeah. The middleweight, yeah. Dude. Arthur Abraham, yeah, remember he knocked out Jermaine? Yeah. Oh man! Or I think it was yeah, it was Jermaine. Was it Arthur Abraham that did it? Arthur Abraham knocked out Jermaine Taylor, and then everybody was like, "No, what's Andre Ward gonna do with him?" And then Andre Ward just destroyed. Oh, him. He destroyed everybody. Yeah. I didn't think he could beat some people that he beat. He beat their ass. Yeah. Andre Ward had. I felt like he didn't have that dance partner though. No. He didn't get it. He didn't game. get Canelo. He could have got Canelo. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. He had Kovalev. That was his dance partner Kovalev? at the time. That that's like stopped him, didn't he? He yeah. He won the first fight by decision, and, he dude, him, and then so. he stopped him the second. Fight. He was one of those fighters that didn't look good but was great. That's what I was. I was thinking the same. He don't that's look crazy. great, but he's great. <laughs> yeah. He's like Bonzone and those guys. They don't or Joe Kawasaki. Yeah, they don't. But Kawasaki looks great. He, did, he looks <laughs> good. Yeah, he looks good. But he didn't, he but Kazaki also didn't have that like nothing stood out though he didn't have speed I mean it's, it's, everything was kind of average but he just did everything kind of at a he high volume he had a volume, big fan right? base he do yeah high volume he, yeah. he 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 put it together he put it together he, and and he always came back yeah, like, he did his thing if Bernard you know you can't take that away from him yeah. he had his time yeah. can't take that away Winky right Oh. He was good too. He, was a, he kind of falls into that category. Yeah. He beat great fighters, but he just didn't look good. <laughs> yeah. You know, Crazy. listen, I'm telling you, it's Carlos crazy. Monzon was that way too. He didn't look good straight up. But <laughs> the greater you are, yeah. the more you got your ass kicked. <laughs> That's how it is. You, you know, Salvador Sanchez was that way. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you was a halfway decent fight, you might go the distance. But if you're a superstar, he's going to humiliate you. Crazy. Stop you. Beat your fucking That makes you look stupid. He he beat he beat up Rafael Benitez. Oh. No Gomez. Gomez. Yes, Ooh, Gomez. I bet it on Gomez. Gomez is knocking out everything. Yeah, everything Mexican too. Everything. You, you bet. You bet on. Oh my god. I listen. Um, he looks better than Sanchez looking fights. Mm, He's yeah. sensation knocking out flashing. Yeah. San Salvador is just gonna work. You are gonna go fifteen rounds. You know, if you fight Salvador Sanchez, prepare to go fifteen rounds. Yeah. If you don't get stopped. But prepare, you gotta be prepared. To and go he hit him with that triple body round. shot. Boom. He's just boom. very consistent. Yeah. He's so many foot. Um, his last fight, I think, was with um, Azuma Nelson. Whoa, that was a fight. Stopped him in the 15th round. Man. Tough fight. Imagine if they didn't. Imagine if they did 15 rounds or 12 rounds was back then. Leonard would have never beat yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Never exactly. But then again. More people died after the 13th and 12th. Yeah, after 12th round, after they showed that was the most. Um, that's when most of the deaths occurred after the Dang. 12th to 13th round. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's why they made it to 12. Before it was 15, from 15, it was at 20. Mm -hmm. They took it from 20 to 15. First, it started off with um, to the end, fight to the end. Fight to the end went to 45 round. 45 went to 25. 25 went to 20. 20 went to 15. 15 went to 12. Now, if we go to 10, we might as well get rid of boxing. Nah, yeah. <laughs> 12 is <laughs> good. Well no, 12 is good. 12 is good. 12, 12 is like, yeah. 12 is perfect. Yeah, I think it's perfect. But don't that make sense? Most of the people, Benny Kipper, most of those guys, young, everybody after the 13 something round. That was a bad number around 13. Cause that's, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Oh, it makes sense. The, the number 12 means completion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen probably not the bad luck, but American made it the bad luck. They did. American yeah. made it the bad luck. That's like a most hotels don't have thirteen. Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, right. but most hotels, a lot of hotels. I don't know if they were doing that before they didn't have thirteenth floor because of bad luck. 
It kind of is a weird number, though, isn't it? It's only bad luck if you believe it. That's true. No, but like, don't it look weird? Huh? Doesn't it look weird? Like thirteen? If you believe it's weird, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like I like how twelve looks better than thirteen. I told those look way better than thirteen. I do agree, and I don't think I ever seen a thirteen on a. I love it. No, they know. some of them they take away the yeah. thirteen floor. But numbers, it's just I believe um, superstition is it's true if you believe it. Mm. Yeah. Religion isn't even true if you believe it. Right. If you don't believe it, it's not true. It's all about the mind. If you believe you're a piece of garbage, if you believe you're the greatest in the, in the planet, it's true. Whatever you think, it's true. Whatever you believe, is true. If you think I'm the best, it's true. If you think I'm a piece of shit, it's true, as far as your thinking capacity is concerned. Mm. So where do you prefer training? Do you like training here or Miami? I like training in L.A. better, yeah. Miami is a... I mean, I tried a little bit of it, but it was just... Uh, it's just a hard environment to train in at times. I can, listen, um, I can't, <laughs> What's train, I, say so? I, I, I can't train in no humanity, no kind of fucking civilization. I gotta be in, a, you know, I gotta be out in Siberia somewhere. You yeah, Siberia, <laughs> Rocky Ford, right? Cause listen, look, I just um. I get when you're in that mood, it's easy to get distracted because you don't want to do this shit. So you know, fucking, it's killing me. Right. And your ego says, "Hey, this is too hard." Your ego's also bad too. Because this is too much shit too. Let's get some bitches. Let's get some cars. Let's get some drinks. Let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. You know, because your ego, believe it or not, doesn't want to work hard. Doesn't want to push you sometimes. Sometimes you gotta push yourself beyond your ego. Mm. And then your ego, once you did, then your ego starts working for you. But once you, if you're not there, it's going to tell you, no, I don't want to do that shit. It's tough. Right. The ego doesn't want to work hard unless you put it in the position to work hard. It wants to prevent you from having any kind of success unless you, you master your ego. Yeah. I was going to say, did, was there ever a time where it did get easier for you? Like being uncomfortable became comfortable in those training sessions? No, everything went well. I did everything well. And then I, see, my, man, my, my, my mentor died. He's the only one that could pull me back. He's the only one I had that respect for. Mm. Once he's like, I'm going to respect these guys. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm giving them a job. It's not like, like I can't give him a job. This guy yeah. is my man. You know yeah. what I mean? These guys, I'm giving him a job. You know, after they finish working with me, they're going to work with the guy I fought. Mm-hmm. They're hired yeah. hands. You know, that's what that's what trainers are now. They're hired hands. Mm-hmm. I'm working with this guy. You pay me more. I leave him and work with you. Mm. That's all it is mm. right now. What about you, Ryan? Do you have like a mentor? Glorified cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> Glorified cheerleaders. Do you have a mentor? I have. Uh, I've been training with my dad since I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went through a couple mean trainers, but my dad's always been there mm-hmm. with me. But uh, after my dad, I was training with obviously Eddie Reynoso, mm-hmm. and he he had a impact on my life. For about five years, four years, training with Canelo and Eddie. Mm-hmm. And then um, now I'm training with Joe Goosen, which he is also like a mentor, a mm-hmm. uh, person that you could come with and uh, come to. And you know he'll have an answer for anything you ask. Sure. <laughs> That's right. the crazy thing. I agree. Yeah. And um, I agree. Joe, Joe's, a, Joe's one of those guys that he's with you in the morning to the night. Mm. And... He won't leave you if you need him. So I got respect for for Eddie. I'm for Joe in, in that way. You know, Joe, um, he's a warrior. He's somebody you, you, you do want in a war. <laughs> if 
for sure. Because he's he, that dude works harder than I ever seen somebody work. I'm, I'm telling you, Joe Goosen. I'm talking from the day, from the morning to the night, nonstop. Training, 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 training. Well, that's he, all he lives in breeze box. I know too, but that's he has. Um, you have to understand that you're the best thing in his life right now too. Yeah. It's not one way. Oh, 100%. Yes, remember that. Yes, sir. He's not the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss, nigga. Trust me. I know it doesn't look that way. He's the big white, um, I don't know. You're the boss. Right. You're the boss. And that, he'll tell you, Joe Goosen, let this man know he's the boss. He never told you you're the boss, did he? No, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. You're the boss. Yeah. Sometimes we don't want to take that responsibility of being that the boss. Role, we want right? people to that take leader. care of us. Mm. But we're not little boys now. Mommy can't take care of us. We yeah. have to take care of her and ourselves now. I got to take care of people. You. Yeah. You're the you're the breadwinner. You gotta take care of everybody now. You know? Sure. So he doesn't work harder than you. Yeah. You pay him, he don't pay you. Yeah, no one's on those miles, right? With you? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but listen, they go all help spend nobody everybody's gonna help spend the twenty million, but they ain't gonna help run the twenty miles. Mm. 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 That was a good no, facts. facts. Twenty miles we used to do. And <laughs> my friends say they're going to help you spend, my friend Zippy, they say, everybody's going to help you spend the 20 million, but they ain't going to help you run the 20 miles that we just did, nigga. Nobody's going to do the 20 miles, but they're going to help you spend the 20 million. That's real. I had my friend do the 20, he almost, he had a mild heart attack. <laughs> but listen, but listen, he helped on the 20 miles, so he got down with some of the 20 million. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> Like gotta respect that. Yeah, gotta respect that. You just said you were running, right? You were like running 18 miles, right? You took you told me? No, I ran 12. I ran 12 uh yesterday. You ran 12, yeah. That's amazing. My fat ass can't do that shit. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> now, hey, listen, check it out. When it comes to if you don't do that, you don't get shit. You lose your job. You oh, can't, yeah, no, you can't gonna, take care of your shit. family. I'm doing that shit for sure. But. Because no, you don't have to do it, but there's somebody out there doing it. Yeah. And then by him doing it, you're gonna stop working. Yeah, gotta outwork everybody. Not physically, but psychologically. Logically. I learned that your guys do it now. Your guys have never um, guys like me worked hard. All my body, right, broke all my feet, and my, my bones, and my feet, my shit. It's working hard mm -hmm. instead of working smart. I never took days off and stuff because I was so afraid if I did, the guy would beat me. Mm -hmm. I didn't train smart. So your guys train smart now. You guys take days off. You rest and shit. Mm, not me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's one of those they guys. Forced me, they forced me to stop training because I get scared. I was that guy too. I'm so afraid to, to lose and be. Everybody, I'm let people down and I'm mm -hmm. the dumb motherfucker didn't train hard enough, even though I, my foot is broken from running too much. So I stopped running. I start walking. <laughs> just, that's just what it Not only from the fighting and the fear because it becomes habit now. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a habit. habit. You feel like. And if you don't do it, you feel like shit. Shit. The whole day. Whole day. True. If I don't train, I won't eat that day. Won't eat. Yo, that's so great. I think the same way. I won't eat that day. That is wild. And I'm a heavyweight, but it's just that I was my mentor beat discipline in me. He beat it in me. You'll feel it, something internally that would be like, You gotta fast now, you can't eat. Listen, listen, I was over where was I at? I was in Atlantic City. I was one of those hotels and they just fed me so much and I just, I must have took in um 5,000 calories since that one I ate some big cakes and I tried them and I ate all this 
meth. Well, wasn't it? it was great food. And then though I tried to do to make it like, hey, I'm taking care of myself, I ordered sorbet instead of ice cream. I've <laughs> <laughs> all that cookies and all that crap. I ordered sorbet. Finish it made it me off. feel that I'm taking care of myself psychologically <laughs> when I ate like 10,000 calories. But the next day, I just stopped everything. I said, for hell with that. I didn't eat. I went and started training, rowing. I, I said, hey, I just gave that up. I felt myself dying. Yeah, you know, I, I know what it's like. I've been four hundred pounds before, so I know what that feeling feels like. Your legs are rubbing. You got to shit. It's hard to wipe. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so that's what I don't do because my family. I have family members that died of obesity and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm scared of that stuff. I stopped eating. I'm scared. I saw people in my family what they went through. It's, that's my biggest fear: obesity. Isn't that weird? That's my biggest fear: just obesity. I don't think I don't think that's a crazy fear at all. Really? Yeah. Are we, you don't want to be. You don't want to die of being. You know, overweight. Um, in ancient times, just because they didn't, just because, you know, a person didn't want to work out and put in the effort, they said going old and fat was beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like after gaining weight and growing old is beautiful. It's not. It's painful. Yeah. It's yeah. painful. And then I start listen. Let's talk about your sugar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. I'm at, Listen, Spence is in the hospital, isn't he? Didn't uh -huh. he get in an accident or something? He was. I was a while back. He got another car accident, right? And that car accident was a little bit a while back. All right. So what's happening? I saw, saw something else happen to him right before the, um, the oh, fight. Oh, he hurt his eye, remember? Yeah. He had to get a... Retina? Yeah. yeah. But now he's good. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they, well, I know they won't fight because of money. That's why there should be a tournament. And the winner of the tournament gets the 20 million. You know, you get paid for each fight you fight, but at the top of the game, it's the 20 million fight. You get 20, maybe the other guy get 10. Mm. You know, that's just, that'd be, but people are not excited. All the people want to steal. They want the money from, they don't want to get the fight of the money. They want it for themselves. Right. You know what I mean? I'm the kind of guy, I want to see the guys fight, get the money. It's just, see, that's where your ego is. I just want to see who's the best fighter in the world. You know, I want to know who's the best. You know, corporations prevent us from knowing that. Because this has nothing to do with the fight. It's just corporation. You know what I mean? Why am I going to let this guy take my fight? That's my breadwinner. If he wins this fight, I don't get no more bread. So this is what some promoters do. Check this out. Okay, you fight my fighter. If you win, I got to promote your fighter a certain amount of time, fights. Mm. Ain't gonna give you my golden goose and you you win and now he's not the golden goose anymore. Mm. You're the golden goose. I want some of your eggs too. That's crazy. That's crazy. You got that. If you if you beat my fighter, you gotta be with me now. That's not bad, but that's just what it is. You, you want him to starve to death now? Well, how Very long time, but um they don't wanna give him the money that he believes he deserved. It's very listen, um, from what he was telling me, it's just, um, let's go back to this slave stuff again. It's just as he was explaining it was a slave contract. I, he never let me in on the books of his contracts or anything, but he was just explaining verbally that he wasn't happy with what he was doing. But when, you get in the, when you're in those slave contracts, I call them slave contracts. They don't, they're just contracts that you participate in. It. It's that. just an old saying. Yeah. Um, you have to... Um, you have to go by. You have to buy the contract. You know, if you don't like it, you feel like you you're naive when you signed it. You gotta um, abide by that contract until it's over. 
unless you make uh, unless you make a deal with them that I give you this money and then it's over with. Mm-hmm. Buy yourself out of yeah. the contract. Yeah. I always had to fight myself out. They had me like a oh, they had me so good. <laughs> oh, I was a puppy. I was a puppet. They had me so good. But listen, um, like well, this fight is not about. It's about survival, about taking care of your family, your kids, your mother, everybody. It's all about survival. That's how I see it. Nothing else matters at this moment. We're all fighters. He's a fighter. She's a fighter. We're all fighters. But everybody, the all fighters don't train to fight. Uh, but we're all fighters. Fighting, yeah. That's true. All right. Oh. Ooh, the <laughs> chat. Right here? This where is that? That's it. Oh, listen. Oh, next. I love you so much. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Ryan, is the first fighter to ever receive any Tyson Pro Gloves or mm. Pro Mints? Please. It's an honor, man. Shit, nigga. Oh, nigga. Hey, okay. I shouldn't <laughs> use that word about we understood. This should be more. Well, yes, brother. This is truly <laughs> Chinese Gloves. Yeah, that's crazy. And if you mind, there's a possibility you could try this one as well. <laughs> yeah. Of course, there's shirts. There's shirts here if you know about the shirts. Awesome. All right, he thinks you're a medium. I thought you were a large. <laughs> Look at the shivert. The shivert. <laughs> okay, what else we got? Oh, that was, this is crazy. Yo. That's tough. Yeah. Oh, and stuff. just in case, just in case, brother. <laughs> just in case you don't want to hurt your hands That's doing good. this stuff, so we got you there. Okay, uh, yo. The hand wraps that hand you wrap wouldn't you. know about, but I do know about that. Okay. But I want you to tell you audience, <laughs> okay. Well, audience, do know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. <laughs> You're junior, aren't you? Hey, listen. Let me show you my man. Listen. This is one of my, oh. one of my idols. Listen, sit right down here with us, brother. Listen, I don't listen. Listen, check this out. I know he must feel this because my kids don't. Like, if I'm, like, my son Miguel over there, like, if he's out with me and people come around me, he jets. You know, so I understand how you may feel. Listen, um, everyone, right here we have a man who father inspired so many people, inspired me. I met his father probably in 80. 283 when he fought Kevin Rooney, which was my trainer. You know, Kevin Rooney, my mm-hmm. trainer. He fought his father. He fucking clocked him in the second round. <laughs> and um, I guess um, I had many opp- um, opportunities to meet your father. He was just um, man. He was just he was just amazing to me. He was no listen. I I just wanted to explain because this is why I go to people and pick them up. His father would bust a guy's. Stro- he is he, man. This guy will hit you and bust your stool. You know what I mean? Oh, you, you guys don't understand what that means. Make you shit on yourself. Make you piss. no. Listen, this is true. But these guys think it's a joke. This man, I, the explosive thin man. He's only this big, but he'll kill you. And um, that's what his name. Remember the explosive? Yeah. In different countries, he had different names. Uh-huh. And um, he's one of the greatest fighters. He's top notch. Up there with the f- top ten greatest fighters that ever lived. He's from Manawa, Nicaragua, and um, he's just been an inspiration. How I know that? It sticks to my mind. I never forget it till I die. This stuff, these fights. Once you meet, once you see these fighters, you never forget them. You know that's the thing about athletes and sports. Once you see them, you want to see them again. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to say, your father's a great. That's why I'm who I am because of your father too. Thank you so much. You know, I remember before um, 
when I was just a little kid, they were talking about him and Duran fighting. He was a junior. He was a 130-pounder. Yeah. And Duran was a lightweight king for seven years. And this guy, this guy's been champion since, what, 72? No. Yeah, 70, 74 when he beat Alaveras. Another legend. Woo! Another monster, too. He was 21 when he beat him. And then, and then what's that guy named? Escalera. Alfredo Escalera, he always came into the yeah, ring, man. Puerto Rican brother, came in the ring with a stake. He was so tough. And listen, that was a great fight. Yeah, both of those. Yeah. The first one and the rematch. Listen, your father, you see his eye, the blood pulsating from his lip. Oh, man, it's a beautiful fight. And, and everybody, I'm saying what his father can do, but he can take it just like he can give it. Mm -hmm. He can take it, too. And that's, that's the sign of a great fighter. Of course you can knock people out. Okay, yeah. take it. Woof! Um, um, I'm a fighter to the end. And so is this fighter, his father. That's all we know. That, um, that's all I know, but the world gave me so much. I know it's fighting. Thank you. Hey, where you think you're going? You got to chill the rest of the show. You trying to stay? You trying to get the fuck out of here? What's up, Ryan? You know this guy? Of course, yeah. All right, when I seen him, I tell him, "Oh, yo, you exactly." Oh, listen, right. His father was, he wasn't no fancy fighter. No, he was just, just like yeah. this. And he's fighting these great fighters. Yeah. And at the end of the round, these guys are like, oh, they're stopping. They're stopping. They're busting the stool. They got going to the bathroom. Great fighters. These are not bums, okay? Yeah. Going to the bathroom, going to the hospital. It was this one guy he told me about. He said this guy was a, what did he say he was? A Kawasaki, but he met Kawasaki. Um, Oh, come yeah. And the guy that crashed and stuff. Kamikaze. Kamikaze. He said the guy that come because he's there and he's putting cigarette butts out in his hand during the um, the press conference. And then there's a holy shit. Kamikaze, right? <laughs> <laughs> he hit the guy in the first round. Um, I think he might have crushed his skull or something. Yeah, it, that's the kind of damage his father did if he hit you, man. Explosive, uh, the, 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 the explosive thin man. Yeah. Listen, and in another country, he has another name. And every country he fought in had different names. And, um, you know, I just wanted to say those are the guys that created me. Him, Duran, Ali, all those guys. But Ali was already gone. So I had these other guys, Leonard, Duran, Aguayo, and all these guys. Yeah, you're Gomez, right. Vancher, you know what I mean? Those are the guys at the time. You know, I'm proud all those guys. And you know, yeah, when like when people think about the fights with him and his father, I wanted to say his father was champion when Aaron Pryor was an amateur. Dang. You know what I mean? His father was champion since seventy four. Seventy four up to the eighties he was champion. Yeah, eighty two. Eighty two. Wow. No one That's insane. Just incredible, yeah. man. It's incredible. And I guess um I don't know. It's, whoo, being a great fighter, that's, it follows. Sometimes people keep finding, you could be a great fighter and that status, you don't have to have no money. You could be broke down. People are still follow you. Right. 
the wealthiest people are following you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I don't know. Well, that's the kind of guys I, I, I inspired to be like. You know, even though they didn't have any more money, they just couldn't keep us from following them, offering them. So if you need anything, do anything. Those are my kind of fighters. Just fight to the end, don't care. I never expect to have so much after boxing because all of my heroes didn't have anything. So mm-hmm. I never expect to live a life like this after boxing. Oh, fuck. And then after I retired and the life I lived after I retired, oh, God. Damn. Now, God bless me with all this stuff. I don't know. I'm very grateful. I have great kids, too. Yeah. I can't believe I have the kids that I have and stuff that I They've been educated. And I, the only reason I could read is because my mother, who was a, had a dark life, who worked and I was a sex worker, she was a teacher. And so everybody in my family knew how to read and write and all that stuff. But I couldn't do it as good as my sister and my brother could. I had a problem. I was in special ed and stuff, the special school. So um, I never was able to graft the education like my brother and sister did. But I can fight. But before we wrap it up, what do you got to tell the people, Ryan? Yeah. What do you got to tell the people? Yeah. Listen, good. Ryan, this is yeah. what I do. See, I... I I got, you know, I have affinity for you. I'm, I, I'm, I feel a kinship to you because I can feel your desire to do this stuff. But listen, I love you, man. I was all the same. For sure, same, brother, the same. Okay, so love this is what too. I need you to do. It's all love, Ryan. Right? It's all love. love you too, bro. Ryan, this is what I need you to do, brother. See those people, a bunch of men. I have so right. many people, I don't know how many. <laughs> right, I would never be able to count. <laughs> tell them what they, tell them about you. Tell them what they need to do to get in touch with you, to talk to you, to see more of you. Social handles. I don't know what to tell the P. I mean, I, I want to come as authentic as I could come, but just know that uh, this is my moment. This is my time. Um, I've been wanting this forever. April 22nd, you're going to see me take down Javante Davis. He'll That's be what out. we want to hear, He'll be knocked baby. out, slept, gone, out of everybody's minds. He's done. I'm taking everything from him. April 22nd, don't miss it, live on Showtime and DAZN pay-per-view. I'm here with Mike. Yes, you are. We got the world, you know, around this fight, but I'm here I'm here to shock the world. So April 22nd, you'll see just that. I like that. I like that very much. I like that very much. Yes. Mm. Yes. Let's wrap this up. Hey, um, this is another episode of Hot Boxing, and we're all happy to have the great Ryan Garcia here. And I'm Mike Tyson. Signing off, hot boxing. Go ahead, brother. And I'm Sebastian Joseph Day. We're out of here. Love. Love.